Talent Talk Tuesdays is all about harnessing your God-given talents to live with greater clarity, purpose, and joy. You are wonderfully made, my friends. May all we do be for God's glory. Hello and welcome to Talent Talk Tuesdays. I'm your host, Lisa Maladnik, and today I'd like to talk about growth. Because to grow is to live. To grow is to see more and be more and be ready to give more because we are made to be light to the world. And to do that, we have to have faith. So let's pray for faith every single day and be willing to grow. Remember that Jesus said in Matthew 5, 14 to 16, you are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. Now let's not confuse being light and salt in this troubled world with egotism. Jesus tells us that when we do acts of piety, like praying and fasting, that we should do so in secret. Otherwise, it can become performative. But our works, our calling, our mission in life, our light, which is powered by praying and fasting, is meant to be visible and inspiring to those who hunger to know God and to experience his love for them. So as we grow and stretch and give our talents to God every day, we are powered up to give more to the people we love, more in our work and play and even in our rest, and best of all, more glory to God. In fact, if we're not growing, we're probably backsliding. So bring this to prayer and ask God to help you grow, grow, grow. But don't panic if you're feeling stuck or stymied. Because sometimes growth doesn't feel like growth. Sometimes it feels like pain, frustration, confusion, or longing. Part of growth is building up the energy for change. It's the preparation for that burst of energy that must happen in order to get us to the next level. The on-ramp to progress is often uncomfortable. You've probably heard personal growth experts say, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess that that's wise enough to have probably come somewhere from the Bible. But growth-minded people know that stretching upward isn't easy. It can be scary. But a growth place is a place of dynamism and self-discovery. In fact, it reminds me of one of my all-time favorite books, J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. Many of you have probably read it. It's a spectacular read-aloud for any age, and it's hilarious, wise, and beautiful. I mention it because the hero of the story, Bilbo Baggins, loves comfort more than anything. Like all hobbits, he'd much rather be puttering in his garden or sipping tea than be any version of uncomfortable. So when Gandalf, the good wizard, tricks Bilbo into coming on an adventure with all its uncertainties and discomforts and dangers, Bilbo is terrified and resentful. But the adventure is the very thing that reveals to Bilbo the heroic leader hidden within him. If you haven't read it, get it out of the library. I haven't met anyone yet who wasn't charmed by the story of The Hobbit who couldn't find themselves in the little hobbit's delicious struggle with his self-confidence. And Bilbo's story reminds me of one of my favorite biblical heroes too, Gideon. You'll find his story in the book of Judges chapters 6 through 8. So here's Gideon, 
a low-status farm boy in a low-status family in a low-status tribe of Israelites, kind of a nobody by the world's standards. And this tribe he's part of has been bullied and oppressed by the people of Midian for years. And now a huge Midianite army is amassing nearby, and Gideon is scrambling to hide the wheat, hoping they won't all be killed or enslaved this time and that they also won't starve. When suddenly an angel appears and addresses poor frightened Gideon this way, the Lord is with you, you mighty warrior. Mighty warrior? Who, me? I mean, Gideon is perplexed. It's so funny. And he repeatedly puts the angel to the test. He just flat doesn't believe anything. But when he's finally satisfied that the angel is bringing good tidings from God, he begins to obey. And he steps out in faith. And wow, what a victory. If you haven't read it yet, enjoy. It's in the book of Judges, chapters 6 through 8. It's truly one of the most incredible stories I've ever read because Gideon is me and he's you. <laughs> Until someone calls out the brave and powerful strengths within us, we may not know they're there. But when God calls us, we can be sure he has equipped us and he fights with us against all odds if we can just try, like frightened, insecure Gideons, to step out in obedience. Hmm. Do you want to grow your talents? Even if you have never taken an assessment in your life, I have one word for you, obedience. I heard someone say recently that Our Lady's fiat was not her first fiat. She had said yes to God before many, many times in countless small things that prepared her to step way up into bigger things and bigger yeses. In order to become all that God had created her to be, she had to be brave. She had to get comfortable with discomfort. She had to give her fiat to God's invitation to step into his mysterious plan. That young girl's obedience was the hinge point of salvation history. It's funny how we obey certain ordinary things without thinking, like traffic laws. We don't want to get into a crash. We don't want to hurt anybody. We also don't want to get stopped or get a ticket or worse. Pretty small stuff. But our obedience is worth contemplating. I sometimes think about this when I'm stopped at a traffic light and there's no one around and I don't really have to stop because if I run it, I'm not going to get caught. But it occurs to me that God has paused me in this moment at this red light for a reason. We know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8.28. So it occurs to me that even in that momentary frustration of my forward movement at a red light, God is speaking words of love to me. And it's part of my task in this life to learn to hear him and to interpret those words with the help of the Holy Spirit, to find the invitation in all that he permits to the greater adventure that he has planned for me. And so as today's episode is really a kind of meditation on obedience, I invite you to think about how you are gifted and to ask God to give you peace about your gifts so you can believe they are good and live in obedience to his design in you. Because as I often point out, our talents are so often misunderstood and carry the weight of shame and misunderstandings. I strongly recommend asking God every morning to bless your gifts, to redeem them, to set them free from any false beliefs you may have picked up along the way, which isn't very normal, sadly, and to ask God to stand against any lies of the enemy. 
that may have convinced you along the way that you are somehow not perfect enough to receive God's love fully and completely, which suggests a huge lie that God is stingy. And ask him, ask the Lord for the grace to receive his love just by virtue of having been loved into existence, a completely unique and unrepeatable soul, personally, uniquely precious to the Lord so that you can embrace his design in you and be obedient to the beauty of who you are. Wonderfully made by a wonderful God. Confess your sins, grow in holiness, and remember, our spiritual enemy attacks our greatest gifts without mercy. He shames us about what is inherently good and therefore an expression of God's love. But once we know that, we can stand under the precious blood of Christ as beloved children and live in greater freedom. We can grow in faith and hope and in love through obedience, trusting like little children. Next week I'm going to say even more about obedience because it's one of the major keys to our thriving. Because as Jesus said in his limitless mercy, you are the light of the world. So get comfortable being uncomfortable. Set out on your unique and unrepeatable adventure every day and grow, grow, grow. Thanks for listening. Please pray for me. I'm praying for you too. God bless you.